Gen C podcast. Welcome to the Gen Z podcast. <laughs> Gen Z podcast. I am one of the hosts today, Mr. JP Jackson. To my far right is Mr. Rizan Rose. Rizan, uh, how was your um, famous experience this weekend? What are we talking about, bro? <laughs> what are we talking about? What? what are we talking about? Um, do you mind if I get a picture with you? Oh <laughs> my days. Yo, to the audio listeners, welcome to the okay. Gen Z podcast. Okay. Um, I do want to introduce the guests. First. But I mean, uh, people would like to know that experience. We first. Should know. Okay. Wow. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. For those of you who want to get caught up, right? So, we, myself and JP, have been having a conversation about like handling fame. So only one person past, needs to handle fame. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 This this past weekend, um, because like we get recognized a lot more and more and more and more, right? We oh, hum- wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you speak French now. So the so the so the so like normally people just like pointed you like oh you that guy from the gen z podcast but recently someone actually asked if they can get a picture and that was really, really make cool. a face <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up he told, he told you that in confidence bro. <laughs> you're enjoying this so is that who do you have in the middle today so in the middle <laughs> can't even drink my water <laughs> same no 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 now like when things get funny now you're like i'm gonna spit this but like pause i'm thirsty <laughs> <laughs> <Yo. laughs> jp's on form today <laughs> jp please continue uh, do you want to introduce yourself <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the visual and audio listeners, <laughs> who is the dark prince of Afrofuturism? <laughs> the multi talented individual, mm. the man with many names, he who shall not be named <laughs> jokes. You also, my Lord Voldemort, <laughs> crazy. You, we have an uh, artist named Sky Lounge, but we know him as Lou Makoboka. Is that correct? Yes. Let's go. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Welcome Thank to the Gen Z podcast. <laughs> you look ingratiated now. You know, this is the dynamic JP makes fun of me. I laugh. <laughs> you mean we? Yo! <laughs> I'm so done. Lou, yeah, for I'm those done. that are not familiar with who you are, do you mind just giving a quick introduction as to who is Lou? Mm, I would say Lou is an individual that is... I would say spurting with creativity from being a musician, from being a DJ, from being a writer, to being um, a YouTuber. Um, yeah, uh, I'd say a source of inspiration, a source of light. Mm. And yeah, in short, I would say that would be the introduction. Yeah. I have a question. Source of a light. I have, a, I have a just like, we're going to get back to that, but I just have to just take this tangent. Do you know the show Bleach? The anime show Bleach? Yes, Ichigo I do. and stuff like that. Yeah, I watched so, a, few, a few of the first episodes. Yeah. Is it? Okay, cool. You look like one of the, 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 the 13 captains. I appreciate that. I, 
get what's it called um, anime references quite often, especially with the with the with the dreads and the, well, the what do you call this braids? Braids, yeah, braids. braids. This yeah. was the braids. Yeah, yeah, you look like I can't remember what his name. I know he's blind. Uh, he's yeah. the blind captain. Um, yeah, no spoilies. That's all I'm gonna say. No spoilies. No spoilies. But you you look like nice. fire. Like, you look, okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate if you had to give a, a, a representation to our audio listeners, how would you describe it, Lisa? Yo, that's a beautiful question. Actually, Yo, that's a beautiful question. Nice. JP's having so much fun. <laughs> oh, but okay, okay, okay. You're probably gonna see this in the thumbnail. But in the middle, we have in the middle we have like a very beautiful gentleman. This man is handsome. Right, uh, he is tattered up, mm. jewelry, <laughs> hair tied up, you know, and he has <laughs> blue little Brady braids in the front. Think antennas, but like with the signal is down. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I would use that. I <laughs> It's <laughs> kind of funny. So, <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So, um, we. Thank you, Rizak. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, so we, we, <laughs> we, we are we at the Gen Z podcast. We like we sort of uh we flirt with the idea of what is the C for? Like, what is the C in Gen Z? Right? Is it colored? Is it Cape Town? Mm. Is it community? What is it culture? And you in the middle, you are not a colored individual. You are a black person. Right, mm. you're a black individual, right? So this is this is a cool experience for us to explore now a different aspect of Cape Town, a different aspect of Cape Town culture through the lens of someone that isn't us, uh, isn't us sort of colored people, but we'll sort of explore that like, no, 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 we are still one us. And that's kind mm. of like just a message that we're gonna try and get into. Nice. Um, so yeah, so JP already asked, like, tell us a bit about yourself, but what was your sort of like, Let's say formative years, like your schooling and stuff. Like, where did you like go to school and university and that? What, what is your that career path like? Um, firstly, I think what you said there was quite phenomenal. I think part of the reason why folks are drawn to you guys is because you are able to bring a sense of depth, but also a sense of uh, humor to the guests and to the audience. And I think that was cool. What you just uh, that that that's uh, a monologue that you have. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> um, but your question was. <laughs> what is what is your what is your sort of formative schooling years like um yeah so yeah i think i had this sort of experience where i'd be able to see and experience things from a range of different uh eyes i from originally from the eastern cape uh, but i mean i moved here when i was like seven eight somewhere there i need to get that story straight <laughs> uh, <laughs> early enough where you kept on your now yeah 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 <laughs> and and then I went to, I lived in Mandalay for a bit. And Ooh. then I moved to, what's that place called? Aesterplatz. Ooh. Uh, like close to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then moved to the more whiter areas. I think that's where you might catch my accent from. I moved to Bloberg, uh, <laughs> which is by the seaside. Yeah, yeah, um, And then moved to Kailicha. And then moved to... Oh, Mowbray and the <sighs> observatory. Oh, weird. That, that's, yeah. that's literally Catonian. Yeah. Yeah. That means that you went to like the yellow schools as well. The uh, yellow schools? Oh, a lot of schools. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of schools. <laughs> 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 oh, we're going to drop law today. We're going to yeah, drop yeah, yellow yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have probably grew up in Mitchell's Plains to be able to, to, be able to, to, be able to get that properly. Mm, mm, um, mm. But uh, yeah, I think when it comes to. What's up? 
No, no, no. It's like, I'm going to make faces. Just deal with it. Deal okay. with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say I had quite a social formative, uh, social formative years and I had, had the kind of family where I think I was quite free to do almost whatever I want. I wanted per like, to what's it called, to a degree. I mean, I had African parents, of course. <laughs> so you could do whatever you want apart from not go to uni, not go to, not, not go to university, okay. um, stuff like that. And I was super into, I guess, drawing and music from quite an early age too. And I think that was part of the reason why I might have gone through this path too. And was also pretty much deep into sports. And... Yeah. Is there something specific about the, the format of yours? No, no, no. So so basically what will happen is you'll pick moments out. So first I want to say, um, we say Bloberg, right? Mm -hmm. right? We say Bloberg now, but like apparently it's Blauberg. What? Or what do you mean Blauberg? it's Blauberg? Is it B-L-A-U? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, no. Like, yes, it is Blauberg. Shoot, like Gavi. Like Gavi. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Wait, what? Isn't it B L O U? So, so it's blow, 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 bear, sorry, mm -hmm. or Blauberg, just like it's Hout Bay and Hout Bay. Oh, wow. <laughs> but who says Hout Bay? That's kind of strange. Hout Bay. Mm. Like, Hout Bay. No, like, I'm, I'm, is, am I bugging? I need to, I need to, I need to. Because on the signs in Bloberg, it does say B L. A A W. There's a yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 no, no. The point I was trying to make is that, like, you are definitely like, like a person of color in Cape Town because you called it Blowberg. Yeah, because you didn't like, you didn't care that it's actually Blowberg. Just like, just like you probably call it Hout Bay. No, I call it how to be. I call it how to be. Okay, cool, cool. Decent, decent. No, 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 sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No worries, no worries. No, no, no. Decent. Decent. Yeah, even people that live in Bloberg don't even call it Blauberg. You know that, right? People that live in mm. Bloberg, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most populated areas what in Cape Town. Where do they live in that? They live in Bloberg. They're yeah. popping. <laughs> He's right now. Okay, okay. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Raw! I'm thinking of pussy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's actually a, what's it called? There's actually a, a non-PC uh, name for, for Parklands. Did you know? Say more. <laughs> it's called Darklands. <laughs> the the non-PC version. Mm -hmm. You weren't expecting that. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Drive up, Blauberg. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> yeah, I think the era I grew up in, in Blauberg, maybe it's still prevalent, I don't know, but there were a lot of, um, I guess, foreign nationals. Mm. Though, sorry, the, the, the amount of foreign nationals in mm. Parklands was uh, on the rise. Yeah. I remember even the school I went to, um, there was a, for the first time, there was a class with only black folks, uh, with only black kids, and I was going to a white school. Mm. And I don't think that was like, I don't know why that happened, but there were also black folks in other classes in the same grade. But it also, what's it called? Um, exhibited how, exhibited the rise of African nationals within mm -hmm. places like Parklands, Tableview, um, uh, what are the other places around Bloomberg? But that general area, hence, did, hence how the did, name came up. Did those areas and, and kind of influence the music tastes you have and what the music you listened to growing up? Not at all, actually. <laughs> I think 
The one influence I would say is I went to Tableview High School and at Tableview, we had an incredible view of Table Mountain. Mm. And it was probably, there's, there's no other place in, this, in that I've been to that has a view. We spoiled. Yeah, we spoiled. Yeah. And especially during winters, you would see how the clouds wrap over the mountains. And seeing that every morning, I was like, I want to make music that would put me in that space. It would put you in a very um, ethereal, uh, ethereal sort of vibe. And yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to make. And luckily I've been able to capture that uh, even to this day. Uh, but when it comes to the actual environment, I don't think so. Mm. It's mainly just the views. You yeah. do you do strike me as like a bit of a nomad and we're gonna get into the, the, the hidden paradise and how that's also like a sort of a free non like set place or non non set party that that you just can pop up anyway type thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but we, we're gonna get there. First, want to talk about like your artist name, Sky Lounge, right? And uh, why the Dark Prince of Afrofuturism? Because I feel like number one, number one. I'm going to speak for myself, <laughs> but I'm actually speaking for JP. <laughs> what is Afrofuturism? Number one. Number two, okay. why the name Sky Lounge? Where did that come from? Okay. I thought that Rizal was going to reveal I'm the dog prince. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with the same question. Uh, <laughs> this guy's face is priceless. <laughs> um, yeah, the second question, I mean, I think I answered it when it came to me being in table view. I would look at uh, scenes of Table Mountain, I'll think of what it's like to really be in the sky and to be like floating and experiencing music that would take you there. And I think also one of the things I wanted to hint at was the fact that um, when I was asking friends about Sky Lounge, they didn't, they didn't know what it was. I just kind of threw the name out there. And then they were like, what, what, what kind of a place is that? And I was like, exactly, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, I wanted to feel like a place. I don't want it to, yeah, I wanted to specifically to make it sound like a place that you can to, that you can get teleported to, and hence why I wanted to have a name that sounds like an actual place. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Deep and oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's That's actually fire. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, cool. Now, what second question? What is um, Afrofuturism for JP? It. Mostly for JP. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn this way. <laughs> So I think it depends how you want to look at it, but cool. I think in a nutshell, I would say it is, um, okay. So generally speaking, science fiction throughout, um, like science fiction throughout media, you usually see uh, images and stories portrayed of European folks and sort of slash white folks. But what Afrofuturism does is uh, essentially take themes around uh, science fiction and place them where they are where, and tell stories around black slash African folks. Mm. And also the combination of African culture with science fiction, the combination of African culture with futuristic themes too. And yeah, I think a lot of the stuff I'm drawn to, a lot of the stuff I take influence from is derived from Afrofuturism. Mm. And even through the music, um, I think the brand of music that I make is not entirely, um, what's it called? It's like, it's not entirely, oh, this sounds like Afro House. Oh, this sounds like this. You'd kind of listen and be like, hmm. Mm. But we'd be like, 
Mm, it sounds Skyland. familiar, but far. <laughs> mm. The uh, Skyland. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, I just love the fact that he can take his own set and make it its own club and its own uh, like. <laughs> like you, I'm going to the Sky Lounge yeah. at every performance. Oh shit! I like how you, you phrase that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's tight. That's I, I didn't phrase it like that. You did. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> Is that what you said? Um, I said something different, <laughs> but <laughs> same. <laughs> different, but same. <laughs> so, okay. So Afrofuturism sounds like a fusion, but also like a multi-coalition of different themes. Uh, and it, 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 it allows you to be broad. It allows you to be free in what you decide to do. Yes. Um, so what I just uh, sort of bring the point home. So it's Afrofuturism like... Wakanda vibes. <laughs> same, same, same. Or am I being like a halogen? Am I being? Uh... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, That's kind of basic, bro. Oh. <laughs> Is that interview Afrofuturism? Yeah, yeah, Afrofuturism for dummies. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's fine. That's fine. So I would, I would say that's that, that, that's a. That's a decent start. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you, if you want, if you want, like to be introduced to the culture, culture, we have Sky Lounge. But who <laughs> else could we listen to for more Afrofuturism? Ah. What other media can we engage in to sort of get used to and get familiar with that? Because I feel like, mm-hmm. and JP can attest to this, I've been on this buzz about like telling stories about Africa, South Africa, because we just have so much history and so much, so many stories that just like. We don't get to talk about because our focus is the Europeans and like mm. stolen yeah. and stuff like that. So, what like that's the question you started and me repeated is that okay, Wakanda is base level, but like who can we listen to? Who can we watch? Who can we sort of engage with to get you know better, mm, more more representation for Afrofuturism? I think there are from just the top of my head. I think there are three parts. There is the uh, visual media, which is movies and stuff. There is music. And there is writing. When it comes to writing, I would say uh, first name that comes to mind is definitely somebody named Octavia, uh, Octavia Butler. Um, when it comes to music, that's where I mainly uh, that's where I mainly absorb a lot of the influences from. I would say peeps like Sun Ra, who was like a jazz musician back in the eighties, seventies. Um, when it comes to more contemporary times, I would say peeps like uh, there's an artist named Eli Foller. Um, who else can I think of? That's a lot more famous. Oh, definitely Janelle Monae. Um, oh, she's a she's a great example. Okay. Yeah, that's apocalyptic. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and when it comes to movies, I actually I don't consume a lot of movies, so I can't I can't actually comment on on that side. Uh, so mainly on the book side. Nah, because like funny you mentioned that. Um, literally before this episode, I was thinking, okay, cool, what. What African stories do we have that is sort of in the future? <laughs> we don't. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> District uh, 9. <laughs> that's not a future. That's, that's, uh, that's, what is that? That is? Is that satire? It's not Afrofuturism, oh. but it's definitely something that's based in the, it's based in the future, isn't it? To an extent, well, I guess, but it uses, it uses the future to subvert like... The the like the poverty of 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 the people basically. That was an amazing movie. Oh, it, was, it was good. Oh, it was good. Yeah. What's that one? Favorite, Chippy. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? So it's the same. 
direct uh, the same producer same yeah. studio they produced mm. a movie called Chippy so I think it's like you know like how the Marvel Cinematic Universe so it's like the District 9 Cinematic Universe <laughs> <laughs> long live the cockroach <laughs> raw. Raw. raw this is kind of stupid but when I was like when I, I think I saw the movie when I was in high school but one of the scenes I remember the most and I found this so funny was that they went to the cockroach's house the prawn sorry it's a prawn prawns they went to the prawn's house they knocked on the, the door because they were, they were evicting them and they were like knocking knocking and <laughs> I found this so stupid they were like knocking like hey is anyone here he's a guy silent they keep knocking he's like hey what's that? nobody's home <laughs> <laughs> and it's like bro you gave yourself away yeah. <laughs> no one's home yeah. you're definitely you're home <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so I'm dominating the conversation, I apologize. No but yeah, no so worries. you don't necessarily, because uh, the point I was trying to make is that we do have South African stories, yes, but the Afro or the successful ones mm-hmm. are more sort of the Afrikaans ones. So it's like mm-hmm. not Afro, but Afri. The Afrikaans market is like, well, like I think there's the most investment there. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. Afrikaans folks, um, I mean, let me rather say culture, like they show a lot of investment towards, how do I say this? Towards their people. Uh, the farming community. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. He said it. But when it comes to like some of the top selling artists in South Africa, a lot of them come from the Afrikaans, uh, what's it called, side of things. And I'm not surprised that you're saying that uh, a lot of the more prominent movies are also in the Afrikaans side of things. Yeah. And again, like, I'm just like, again, I'm stressing this. Like, it's important that we indulge in, because what tends to happen, and this is a bit of a take right now, is that Africa gets labeled as uncivilized Stop. because yeah 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 where but like because of like our technology is considered primitive but when people and especially and i love tiktok for this people are actually like showing you that no 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 you are just using that word because it's different these some of these like say architecture some of these like developments that we have the technology is sustainable it's good for the environment it's where you are gonna come in a few years so we actually like way ahead of time type thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's just like what i what i sort of like or what i want to sort of do is just like start having the conversation to change the narrative around african history and afrofuturism um so that's also why i just want to just see who can we sort of engage with so that people can be like, oh, okay, cool. That's that's nice. That's cool. That's basically, that's the key. <coughs> mm, I see. So, so ooh, sorry. No, 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 I was no, just going to no, spit like, twice. <laughs> the types of, let's just dive into that Afrofuturism a little bit in terms of the genre of music. So usually we see uh, kind of the festivals and you'll have house music and all these different types of music. Yes. Um, and a lot of the times some people as just the average would go and not know the difference, right? They'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll stand at the same set and the year a certain and then wait for the next set for a certain sound. But yeah. if for the layman, mm. would you be able to describe the different types that you would experience with sounds the- only. <laughs> with sounds <laughs> only. <laughs> so what's uh, the difference between house, trance, uh, electro, or wow. techno? I've got. I've asked somebody this exact question before. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. that's not even dramatic irony. I was like, with sounds only. Yeah. <laughs> How would you make yeah. that? 
<laughs> on the spot. Okay, so the, the, the difference between? House, like trance and those, just like one mm, of the different yeah. types of, uh, what is club music, mm. dance music? I think when it comes to trance, the first thing that comes to mind is, um, I mean, there's different ty- types of trance. So first thing that comes to mind is like, <laughs> something like that. Um, <laughs> And I think when it comes to <laughs> you having a feel, you were slicker, slicker. For the audio listeners, it says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." This is the episode with him. This is my people on Spotify, on iTunes, my people. When it comes to house, again, different kinds of um, house music there. But when it comes to South African house, yeah, um, I think about chords i don't think about drums i just think about mm. chords and vibes so mm. yeah i just think of smoothness something something like that um when it comes to electro that's also quite a I think something like like that, and that <laughs> is a hard baseline, by the yeah, way, just yeah. to get you, just just to get that right. <laughs> so okay, I'm JP. I put me on a train. I don't want to talk about this yet. <laughs> I want to talk about. It. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's now. Let's talk about. It. Let's talk about um your sort of like your parties that you throw the hidden paradise. Am I allowed to call it parties? But just like, what is the <laughs> what is the idea behind it? What is the spirit of it? Why did you decide to do it? And like, how can people get involved? I ask a lot of questions, just like answer all of them. Mm, I see, I see. <laughs> um, it started, when it started actually, younger, I don't even think it was my idea kind of. Um, so there are these videos, yeah. To actually talk, to actually talk about Hidden Paradise, I have, to, I have to talk about the videos that I make. Okay. Um, I essentially started DJing and I started recording DJ sets in very fascinating locations. So I would go to Coast of Marsh and record a DJ set there because I noticed that nobody in Cape Town was doing them consistently. Uh, every time a mix is recorded, it's going to be at somebody's um, like room, someone's apartment, a uh, bar, a club, something like that. Someone's yacht. <laughs> yes yes and i was like yeah let's take it outdoors um so we, i recorded a few outdoors uh at like very again like lion's head rose Rose memorial uh, and Ooh, yeah they started uh, i'm glad you brought it up because i specifically recorded an afro house set at rose memorial knowing the, knowing the significance um but what else was going to say yeah and then they started becoming a bit more popular online and then there was this girl that kind of kept bumping into me and she kept saying, um, <laughs> it's, it's a homie, it's a homie. <laughs> now I'm just like, on the bush. <laughs> and then she was like, um, hey, can I come watch? Hey, can I come watch? And in my head, I didn't even think about inviting somebody to come watch, mainly because it's done in a secluded location. Um, there's all, there weren't any speakers that were being played out all through my headphones. And I was like, well, maybe you can try something. And then she bumped into me again. And then she kept asking. And then I was out one night and somebody else asked. And then, but then I told them, yo, look, I'm recording tomorrow, but I'm recording in Lyde's head. Are you sure you want to come? It's like, I, maybe I can try and make it. I'm like, oh, so people do want this. Yeah. Um, and then I think, so through that like demand, I guess, I was like, well, I really want to do something where I can actually form something where people are, can come. 
So for my birthday last year, um, that was essentially my birthday party. Uh, so in short, you could say that Hidden Paradise started off as a birthday party, but also <laughs> I don't have, I'm not, I'm not a birthday person. Okay. So I just actually use my birthday as an excuse to throw a party. <laughs> and also, but I really wanted to form. That's like, that was the main reason. And we found exotic, quite an exotic location. And yeah, we hosted a party there. Unfortunately, we couldn't film because it was way too windy, like so windy that day. Mm. Um, but then we still had the party, had a turn, was an amazing turnout as well, uh, despite the wind. But then what I found interesting was um, the period between Christmas and New Year's Eve. It's a very interesting period. People are looking to do things. And yeah, I think um, a few days, like a week before that, my friends and I were at a wine farm. We were just getting drunk, of course. And then the idea came to throw another party. And I was like, yeah, let's do another one. It was like a drunk idea. <laughs> and I mean, at the time we were laughing, but then the next morning I was like, I think I want to do it. Mm. And then, yeah, I think we had like a week to prep, prep everything. We found another location, which this time was the beach. The first one was at like on, a, on like a secluded mountain. Okay. So we were like, how cool would it be to rave on a mountain? So we did that. And then the next one was the beach. And it was a bit of like a secluded beach as well. So it's not like a public beach. It was very hidden. And then the second one, there was like a massive turnout. I was like, I went to the water and I looked around. And I was like, are these, <laughs> are, are these people here for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause it was, it, I was a bit smaller than what I had anticipated, but there was so many people that I was surprised I came. And then more people were added. It's, it's, there's a WhatsApp group. Oh, okay. was, that's my next question is like, if there's so many people, how do people find out about yeah, this? Yeah, I see, I see. Mm. If there's a WhatsApp group and like people tell their friends, it's like essentially the essence of word of mouth. And yeah, like no social media at all, um, none, none of that. So people just find out through people. And by the second one, we were like, okay, this is clearly becoming something. And like, and like people were posting on the group, they're like, hey dude, it seems like you've created something here. Do you want to keep this going? Um, do you want to give this group mm. a name? Do you want to, like it was, the mm. ideas were like kind of coming to me. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, let's, 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 let's do something. And by the next one in February, uh, it was supposed to be in January, but the weather wasn't that great. Mm. Um, and then by the next one in the beginning of February, that's when, that's when things like, became yeah. something. Um, so when was the last one? Last one was two weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> and um, there's actually a story towards that one, but, yeah, the one that happened, uh, the third one we, that we had at the beach, that was, I think, one of the most important ones because it showed us uh, that there's such a strong community around what we're doing. And the turnout was incredible. We also had like a like, like a live jazz house guy come play. Um, what was also incredible, I don't actually, yeah, well, I'll say it. What was also incredible was the fact that when we were setting up, um, there, were, there was a specific beach that we were on and the guards came and we were like, oh, fuck. This is that was gonna be my time. next question. Go like, for I, it. How you how you getting <laughs> how you getting how, how you getting this to the system? <laughs> um, that luck, you know. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the guards came, and I was like watching them, and they came directly to my table um, at the DJ booth, and then they were like, "Yo, listen." And the wave is going to come a bit higher. You probably want to move your DJ desk a bit higher. Oh, wow. Love for that. Wholesome. Love for that. Yeah, yeah. Haters then, aren't going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and my boys were like, hey, hey, we're on, hey. <laughs> and then, yeah, we moved the, the desk up and then we ended up being one of the most unforgettable days of my life. Mm. And 
Yeah, there was just like a sea of people um, by the sea. Mm. And I think the way things were set up was that you'd have to like, if you're trying to find the place, you're trying to find the place and there's like a massive rock. And by the moment you turn that rock and the, the like, the more you turn that rock and you get to see everything, like you just start seeing a sea of people each time you turn around, the music becomes louder and you're literally engulfed in some sort of a paradise that is mm. hidden. And yeah, and like there's a, apart from the location, apart from, um, I guess, the finding uh, the finding of the place, I think one of the main things is definitely the community. I think, mm. I don't know how it happened, but we have just managed to invite the right kind of uh, folks that tend to uh, bring such a positive vibe, even before like, People are texting the group, hey, does anyone need a love from this place or this place? People that you don't even know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, people were like keep keeping each other updated when it comes to the weather because that's very important. And yeah, there's just a, a general sense of community there. And there are people that uh, tend to come like for everyone. So yeah, there's like that's us, like a kind of like a kind of tight knit community yeah. and following that's, yeah. uh, that's happening from it. No social media as well. <laughs> it's tricky, like, because. <laughs> You kind of want to talk about it as in like bring awareness so that more people can, I don't know, indulge but in us. But it's, don't. But that's, oh, I also, also don't. It's like, like gatekeep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> gatekeep you in your cone. <laughs> I'm just like, because. Uh, uh, <laughs> that is Because <laughs> you said, you said something is like, also like the right kind of people. Mm. Uh -huh. <laughs> bro, like, because I'm from Alsace River, which is. You know what I mean? So like, uh -huh. I'm just thinking, this sounds so fun. <laughs> this sounds so great. But like, we know your relationship with the beach, Rizan. That's so also, <laughs> nah, but I'm just thinking like, you're having a party with like, no security per se. Mm. Things can that's, go, you know what I mean? That's one of the main reasons why we actually have to, that's how I'm like gatekeeper. Right? Like I'm sorry, mm. just like, don't, don't come. <laughs> don't come. Make your own. Go. Make your own. Don't come. Go to Eden Purgatory Road. <laughs> but I think, and I'll give you the chance. I think it's more about when you, when you saw the people there, you had a realization that there's something here. Mm -hmm. And that feeling that you created something almost from what used to be a hobby or something. A birthday that, party. A birthday party. <laughs> Literally, actually. Yeah. And you brought all these people here that have a common interest. Yeah. And I think it's amazing to see that in a space that one would think is, you wouldn't, like, I wouldn't think that a trans party or an Afro-punk, Afro-fusion fusion party mm -hmm. would be the place where people find community. But they do. That's because that's where they, they're going to. Points. And it's almost that that idea that there just needs to be a common goal. Mm -hmm. And when there's a common goal, the right people will join. And I think a massive part of that is, uh, so again, I'm not alone in this. Uh, I have, yeah. like, I have uh, like a close group of friends that help me uh, put everything together. And the thing, and I think- The sky people. <laughs> That's a good name for a song. It's a great name for a song, actually. I'll give you 5% uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You heard it? 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 Uh, I'm it's it's binding. Binding. <laughs> it's what this is. I'm just letting it. 
<laughs> you can actually you can actually send the, the like you know like it directs sends the voice of you can send the the, yeah. uh, the sky people with JP's voice in the song. <laughs> the sky people. And and I think also part of the thing that makes the community what it is or that that has brought together the community is the, the love that me and my friends have for each other too uh mm. it's like the name of the group is <laughs> called uh, the name of the group is called Say Sper- it. yeah the name of the group is called sperm gang and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. sorry children <laughs> no it's because we're brothers you know yeah uh, <laughs> and yeah it's the kind of friendship where i think when it comes to male friendships there is there's not that kind of camaraderie that seems to be inherent as opposed to female friendships that sort of affection doesn't come as naturally to male male friendships uh that sort of um uh, ability to to showcase different parts of your personality isn't there in certain friendships you kind of have to kind of uphold that masculine uh persona and i think with us we've just been so close that we're able to express all these different facets of, facets of ourselves and i think through that love being spread amongst us we're able to also share, uh, share with others as well and i think they invite folks and i i vaguely know i mean i i know most of their friends and they i know the kind of folks they would invite and yeah i trust yeah. them with uh, with with uh, who they they they'd invite too and so it's like home base i think yeah, yeah what's 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 great about it is that you because yeah, you delayed laugh but you get, <laughs> no, i'm struggling with it i'm struggling with it i think yeah. because you are allowed to be your authentic self within Ooh, a certain space mm. you're then able to project that to anybody else that that yeah. you see and be, and i mean it's it's amazing that you're able to do that and i think it's it just a testament to your friendship with your your friends and i think mm. a testament to to the person that you are and i think also what's uh what also matters is the fact that <laughs> when i dj uh yeah I'm, i put a lot of energy into my sets mm-hmm. like it's actually i didn't know how abnormal it was Thanks. until Thanks. until people started commenting on how abnormal it was someone started commenting on oh yeah you we probably won't be able to dj here because it's a little bit too uh too what's it called uh, too <laughs> short like, what do you mean you jump a lot <laughs> and yeah there's just a lot of movement there's a lot of energy and i think because there's so much energy that's 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 like that's being uh, spurted out i think folks also feel very comfortable to uh what's it called express themselves as fully because mm. because yeah if the dj is like losing his shit uh of course respectfully of course <laughs> <laughs> respectfully of course and then when you there you're feeling that too you also might be moved mm. to to do something like that and yeah and i think also when i'm out um i'd say i'm like i i really dance mm. and it's like the kind of thing where folks would like look at you strange for dancing and now just imagine if i'm the one behind the decks mm. so yeah it allows people to kind of be put in that uh, yeah. in that uh, and the comfort of being who they who, who they are yeah so many things i want to say yeah 
what can I say? <laughs> uh, okay, nah. So like the one thing that I want to say is that like when you were talking now that song, you can dance if you want to. You can lose yourself to dance. Mm. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, I, like I, what the what <laughs> song is that, man? Def oh, Def oh, Def that no, I wasn't singing that song, but that's also an appropriate <laughs> song because yeah. that song also makes you wanna lose <laughs> yeah. yourself to dance. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> um, um. Anyway, so I'm here for the attitude. <laughs> Because like I wanted to talk about the the, the male group chat because we are in a group chat and it's the best. Um, but like, no, I have to talk about this. I have to talk about. Sorry, I have to talk about this. Good, so dude. it's good. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the one of the things that that you also do is you also have a YouTube channel called Unseen Z A, right? As in seen, as in S C E N E. For those of you that are in the yeah, so you have this YouTube channel. <laughs> And I just want to firstly say that, like, obviously, I've discovered you because of the research that we're doing for the podcast. But I loved everything that you were doing there. I love the sort of like history of, say, rocking the daisies, history of trans culture in South Africa. And so, what sort of like, what sort of spurred you on to do that? What's put, what sort of spurred you to become like, let's say, a musical historian? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Something that a lot of folks should realize about South Africa or South African music scene is that there's a lot of opportunity. Mm. And I think we're told a lot that there isn't that much opportunity or it's saturated. And luckily for me, I think I see it differently. Um, there are a lot of stuff that's lacking. And I think it was a matter of looking at what's lacking and starting with it. So to be transparent, it's it's a, it's a it's a previous project. I'd stopped doing it to actually focus on my own music. Okay. Um, but at the time, uh, just before I started, I noticed that there was nothing like it in South Africa, that's, and especially when it comes to the state of music journalism in South Africa, Ooh. it was almost non-existent. There are prominent blogs here and there. I think the one that's actually still remaining and that's still doing a great job is Text in the City. But what that's a, in a in a written sense. Okay. But when it comes to video format, there was nothing that was quite like gripping that had uh, its pulse on different uh, sectors. And I was like, I can do this. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, South Africa not only produces like some really, really quality artists, but we also produce like genre of music yes. or like, mm. like for example, like gom, like I'm a piano, like Koito, for example, mm. like it's, it's actually groundbreaking. It's actually, and it's unique. Am I close enough? Yeah. Am I close enough? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. It's actually groundbreaking. And, and I like exactly, exactly why, exactly why. Cause it's about cataloging first and foremost, where did, where did the inspiration for those things come from? And then basically going forward, like what what is the next fusion? What is the next best thing mm -hmm. type of thing? And I think it is important that we try and do more of that. So 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 you're saying that something that you're not really doing anymore? Um, I think now is a great time to do it with with the advent of TikTok, mm -hmm. with a lot that's going on in South African music. Now would be an amazing time to pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think uh, just to echo what Rizan is saying, a lot of what we're doing here is kind of cataloging experiences too. Mm -hmm. And I think having that sort of resource for someone 
or if, like even if you don't do it, someone else might pick it up. Um, it would be great that we start exploring these stories because one of the amazing things that Rizan pointed out was that you have these um, bios and you do the research, but then you also add how this how does it look from a South African perspective? Mm. Like you throw in this person does this year. Mm-hmm. This is how this person does this genre year. And I think having that reference that, oh, this is what it is, but this is the person that's in our country that does it, makes that goal a bit more tangible. Yeah. And makes it more realistic. Representation to, is everything. To, to say, hey, that I can do that. That's, mm-hmm. that's me. And I think that having that sort of catalog and making the reference so that we can have a place to see it mm-hmm. is amazing. What's your name, Clarissa Cupido said, shout out Clarissa, you can't be what you can't see. That's a, that's an all time quote. <laughs> you can't be what you can't see. Representation matters. Um, well, <laughs> she's gonna start charging you credits with it. Sorry, oh, oh, I gave it the name. Uh, mm, <laughs> I mm. said, "What's wrong? What? Yeah, the, what's your send, buzz? Send five percent. What's going to get, get in? <laughs> Yo, what's your buzz? So, so one of the sorry, one you of the one of the questions done. we asked on social media, we didn't get like too much, too many responses. But like, I feel like it's a good question for you. And that question was, um, what is the weirdest or wildest like just thing? that you've used to make music um, that like that you've used as an instrument. What's the most interesting thing or wildest thing that you've used to make music with? Um, a pool noodle. A what? A pool noodle. You oh, that one. That thing it makes <laughs> actually a very cool sound. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Give me ideas. Okay. Yeah. You didn't ask me. I'm, you, but you answered it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea though. This guy. He's so, so annoying. <laughs> Goodness me, did the audio listeners get on you, man? <laughs> <laughs> I think I used to work at a, I used to work at this club called, um, I used to bartend, and I used to work at this uh, club called Wonderland. And I mean, when it comes to, <laughs> hey, jokes. Mm. when it comes to like, what's that thing called again? Stock take. And the, yeah. thing, the thing where you're closing. Yeah. At the end of the final call? Something no, like that. When you have to wrap up. What yeah, you have yeah, left. yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes that takes a while. So yeah, I was just went around the club recording sounds. Uh, me stomping on the floor, um, hitting bars. Um, I would say using sounds from like a, like a club-like environment. And also there was a time where I just recorded sounds in, in the kitchen. Um, there were time where I'd use people's voice notes. Um, the song a lot, my last song, I used a voice note um, from someone. And yeah. So if sounds in my kitchen usually just means work. So if the, <laughs> if the kettle is on, that's three or five people. No, the kettle, the kettle is actually, the kettle is a good one actually, because then it does, when, it, when it's boiling, and then it makes it like, yeah, you can yeah. use for a lot of different things. Yeah. I, so the, 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 the reason or the inspiration behind that question, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. It's a very weird deep take. It's a Zac Efron movie called We Are Your Friends. Uh, my friends keep telling me I have to watch that. Bro, so so funny because so we getting to say, but you're sort of like when you're mentioning your guy friends and you're mentioning your journey, boys. The, <laughs> the boys. <laughs> when you're mentioning them, that that's kind of like a theme in the movie. I remember there's a line in the movie where it goes, "Don't bro me if you don't know me." Sheesh. Um, but yeah, so then so then Zach Efron's character towards the end of the movie, he's come up and sees moment. 
he sort of catalogs different sounds that he sort of like picked up. So like um, sounds with like these hardware materials of like putting like roofing and stuff like that or knocking nails and zipping and stuff like that. And he compiles all of that together to make like this sick, sick sound. And then he has like a, a voiceover from one of his friends. Um, I think he's feeling like no spoilies, but his, uh, his friend, something like, he says something like, are we ever going to be better than this? And that goes so hard mm -hmm. here on the beat. And I'm just picturing your music because I, I did some research. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Ebony Rising. My brother. <laughs> <laughs> I did some research. You That's know? So, a deep cut, actually. That's quite a deep so, cut. So, so, so you have that sort of like, um, so it's like a progressive build up. Like it's almost as if the music, the sound is telling a story. Mm. And, and, and that's kind of like, when you use natural elements, sounds from the kitchen, sounds from the club, you are telling a story from sounds of the kitchen, mm -hmm. sounds of the club. And it's like, it's, it's, there's a word, artistic word, but I just can't, I can't picture it. But like, it's such a, it's such, it's so poetic, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, am I, am I saying this to give you advice on how to make music? No. Mm. <laughs> Make me tea too. <laughs> and then, I want and then my five percent. Five percent. Five percent. I think I think I think we're gonna have some fun. I think we're gonna have some fun. And this JP had a last question on on no, the no, Sky no, no, journey. I think I think people's curiosity has been piqued. So the yeah. first game. <laughs> The game from the bowls, right? So this is this or that, right? So we're simply just gonna motivate why we want this or that. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, you're gonna be excluded from this game. Okay. Oh wow. Uh, as in like, because oh, we want you to answer. No, because I sometimes say embarrassing stuff, right? Because I wrote these. And oh, I sometimes okay. embarrass myself. So okay. Yeah. Okay. So this or that, history or science fiction? Which one would you prefer? Hmm. No context. No context. I just added it history. Why? Um, That's beautiful, actually. It gives a lot of context as to your... your <laughs> I can get deep with this. I'm just thinking, no, hey. how, deep, how deep do you want to get with this? Okay. How deep is your love? <laughs> I think it gives a lot of context as to um, who you can see yourself to be and who you are. I think something that I've experienced quite a lot being black, and I think a lot of people, particularly in the States, have experienced quite a lot is them being told that they come from slavery. But if you go, especially if that's like the main thing that's taught in, in, in school. Uh, so there's like a school system that's, that's uh, enforcing a particular image of you. And there's a particular there's a, there's a society that's in, uh, enforcing a particular image of you based on a specific part of history. Whereas if you go further back, of course, black folks, uh, especially if they were take, especially ones from Africa back then, were a lot more than that. And I think it's quite empowering um, mm -hmm. to be able to, to to be able to look at like look go further down the line and yeah. look at uh, people like Mansa Musa, people and places like um, what's it called, Mapungupwe, um, and just amazing places throughout Africa that happened 
back then. So that's like that's an example of I think yeah. why history can be important. What do you? Uh, uh, that's why I'm personally fascinated in more apart from. No, no, I've I've always and I've mentioned this before the the fact that it not enough was documented. I felt like we we. Mm. We're always, always yearning for more mm. about that time mm. to better understand what they what they were going through, and uh, like there are things written, but I felt like, like you said, the narrative was just a specific one, and you want to search a lot deeper to mm -hmm. need quite some extensive work. I do want to, I do want to kind of say just like on the black people being defined by slavery, or specifically in the states, or, 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 or even like segregation, like for example, you know, we have apartheid, mm -hmm. you know. The black people being defined by that it's it's akin to like that is our our origin story like our, our or like our villain origin yeah. story like where it went wrong type thing mm. the thing that that the thing that caused the traumatic shift and how we view the world it's the same way that for example a lot of a lot of Gen Z Gen Alpha are going to live in a completely different world simply because of the pandemic <laughs> the pandemic is the the thing that sort of shifted industries yeah it so it's 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 a it's, it's unfortunate but trauma does kind of like change narratives um to answer the, the so that i'm a science fiction girl oh. i'm a mm. i'm a future babe no, oh, okay. no. excuse me, um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> you posted this on your story today about how girl is gender neutral. That's why I'm a bit close to home. Gom or I'm a piano. You are. Uh, <laughs> oh. You're making havoc. In this yeah, place. let's go. Let's go. Let's oh. go. Okay. I think when Gom, this is this is a new preference, right? Yeah. When Gom hits, I was like, I was like, yeah, this is cool. But now I like it a lot more when the wave passed. I really, Ooh, okay. I, yeah, I, 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 I feel that. Really, really like I it. feel that. I, I feel remember that. when I was in, I was in Europe for a bit and I was uh, showing somebody South African music. And for some reason, the first thing I was showing them was Gom. Mm. Uh, mainly because I was feeling a lot. And then I showed them, I'm a piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But, um, no, just say say to yeah. the chest. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's gonna judge. It's just this and that. You might you might like I'm a piano in, uh, in a the, few years in time. A few yeah, years. Yeah. I still I still do. I think you just prefer. I prefer I'm a piano right now. Mm. Um, I really do. Especially if I'm out. That's yeah. I saw Youngstown alive recently. He's like I'm a piano person. That was incredible. So I think almost if I'm out, I would definitely prefer I'm a piano. Even I think at home. Funny enough, I like Gom at okay. home. But in general, I think I'm closer to I'm a piano. And there's, there's like only specific I'm a piano tracks I really resonate with. It's always a very political answer. I see. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, I like Gom, but also I'm a piano. It's like, yeah, like yeah, family yeah. members. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The stakes yeah, yeah. were high. The stakes were high. <laughs> um, last one. Um, this or that. A party in the forest or... A party in the canyon mountain area. Slash mountain. So in case like you're wondering what the fuck is a canyon. <laughs> um, Sorry, man. I, he was in the, the States. I think, I think a party in the forest is a little bit overrated, to be honest. Maybe because I've experienced a few. It's a bit of what? Oh, it's a little bit overrated. I've, maybe it's because I've experienced a few. And I, and I still would host a party in the forest in the future if I had to. So I think I would definitely choose one of the mountains. Mountain. Uh, especially if the canyon has an incredible view. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. And far enough, you know. And that acoustics, man, that yeah, um, yeah, sometimes yeah. you get the, the, mm. the feel. 
Raw, so a party in the forest is a little bit overrated. Only because I've experienced them enough. Uh, yeah. You heard it here for the JP game of the bowl. Explain, okay, explain. so in this bowl, <coughs> we have an infamous game called Sema Now. So it's a game of purely hypotheticals okay. where you, <laughs> you, play out, you play out the, uh, the you, question, you and, you, question and you can, yeah. can just give uh, your response to it. Right? Okay. You get to so, read the question. Yeah. You get to read the question, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, sorry, 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 sorry. No, no. Um, check this out. Check this out. Same now, you could create a school uniform that had to confirm to a music culture, either rock Goth, Luke, hip hop, gangster style, country, rave or hippie. What would it be? Two thousands era hip hop. Mm. Bling, baggy jeans, straight cat. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm actually joking. No, no, <laughs> no ways. Yo, no ways. Yeah, that's that was funny. Cause, cause no, no one should dress like that. <laughs> you, there's also i think a lot mm. of white folks would feel compelled to throw around the n-word in, in that school <laughs> so we're we, we now the k-word <laughs> um, but yeah that, that that's a joke i don't mm. think i'd want to show up every day wearing baggy jeans <laughs> <laughs> um mainly because it would be easier for me uh hippie Hmm. Uh, I was thinking yeah. that same thing. It's like it's 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 free flowing. It's also like I guess low maintenance type vibe, mm. and you can just also think it's more expressive. I was gonna say that exact answer. Uh, I I don't know about low maintenance. Sorry. I, I don't know about that part. I think I would like the kids in the school to look good. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah, I'd say hippie though. Mm. I'm like exact same answer. Okay, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. Yeah. And you, Jackie? Me, I think just functionally. Oh, because uh, I mean, if you would like the skinny jeans, like you can't do PT, you can't Little do way like, like yeah, you can't like be partake in any activities really. Because you, but, uh, and then obviously the bag is going to be a bit too low, um, and five layers of clothing will might make you sweat. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for, P, for PE, you'd have, you'd bring other clothes though. Are you sure? Yes, Wait, of course. Yes. yes, are you sure? Yes, JP. What do you mean, I'm sure? but, yes, it's JP. part of the uniform, though. Did you do PE in your school uniform, guys? Exactly. All I'm saying no, is, no, 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 JP. All I'm saying, everyone's against you, JP. There's really nothing you can say. You're lost. Did you not change into the uniform? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Allow him. Shame. That's yours. This is a different experience. He did swimming classes in his uniform. Man plays polo with his uniform. Is the genre using country? Do I read? Yeah, you can go. Just start. Oh, well done. Well done. Say mana. Say mana. I said that. Say mana, you had to buy a gift for everyone you know on their birthday. What would you gift your enemy person you highly dislike? Gifts are not anonymous. Um, mm, do you have enemies? Had, oh, but I sort of not. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm half joking. No. <laughs> but you're in the Eden paradise. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, so the location changes. <laughs> so that they can bury the bodies. Like the <laughs> no, 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 no. Your, your alibi is fixed, Dixie. There was too many people at the party. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Enemy had nothing to do with hidden paradise. That was personal. Uh, <laughs> um, what would I gift my enemy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know exactly. This is kind of a bit disturbing, but I know exactly what. Uh, do you know that thing where? <laughs> do you know that? Thing, <laughs> do you know that thing where you uh, take a brown bag? <laughs> You take a brown bag, you cuck in the bag, oh, and then yo. you set it on fire, and then you put it right by their doorstep. Oy, that's something yo. I would do. Mm. And leave a note there. That's uh, yeah. yeah, that's not anonymous. This is no, me. no, 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 no. Me no, to no. you. Yeah. No, you mm. gotta. If you got enemies, they must know. They must know from from the chest. Ay, yo. <laughs> oh wow, Rizan, what did your enemies know? That's crazy, bro. That's actually crazy. <laughs> wow. Nah, okay. Firstly. Yeah, if you're beefing, you gotta beef for real. I was, was going to say, firstly, if anybody's my enemy, like, chat to me. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, conflict resolution is. Nah, nah, you know, nah, I'll buy them a gift card. Easy. <laughs> I have simple, like, you get yourself a gift. <laughs> mm. Like, because I, I, I don't want to know you. Yeah. Uh, gift card. Uh, at game. Mr. Mm. Price, Mr. Price. Like easy. Like but what if it? what if you guys were enemies because he fucked you over? What if you enemies because like he stole my girl or something? Type, like type thing, you know what I mean? Like then <clears throat> I'll probably like set up an elaborate scheme of sorts where I'll like end up with his mother. I don't know. <laughs> so wow. <laughs> you can call me stepdad. <laughs> One of them, like you just like call me stepfather. Step you listen to a lot of future, bro. You <laughs> <laughs> must have done Scotty Pippen or something. <laughs> what am I thinking of? No, no, no. Yeah. He did that. He did to to his wife or something like that. Yeah, crazy. Ex-wife or something. Who, who, who did Scotty Pippen dirty? It was I can't remember. Yeah, it was future. Yeah. Oh, it was. And then he rapped about it in a song. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Wow. Yeah, no. If if it's if if violence is the answer, then I'm doing that. If it's not the answer, so my gift to you is I'm gonna become your stepfather. And be father's day. Yo, that Jake is not a violent person. So though, but I would like actually, enemy, yeah. I think would uh, I'd give a plant. Um, that radiates poison when they put water on it. Yo. So the more they keep it alive, the more it creates. Um. And, and that's kind of dark there. <laughs> I think I had the safest answer out of both of you guys. My enemy, of my enemy. <laughs> like I started, I give a plant. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Oaks, just know that like if you get seedlings on paper. <laughs> It's long. Okay. Uh, say my now, you knew you were going blind in two months. What would you do in those last two months? What is the most outrageous thing you'd want to experience with your last moment of sight? Crazy. Why outrageous, bro? <laughs> why, why outrageous, though? Like, you're like, yes, like, come on now. Come on now. You. I'd want to, you're like, oh, your shame. I definitely want to watch One Piece and hopefully fucking just see the end <laughs> of Oh my God. I literally see the end of, because like, you really? You say you can't. Like I need to, bro. I like, like, you know, no, because I'm a sounds guy. Like I, I'm a, I'm a sounds guy. So you for real about this? Like, no, like, so, like, so, like, for example, if people ask you, like, would you rather be blind or deaf? I'd rather be blind mm -hmm. because I'd rather want to hear my, my loved ones laugh than see their smiles. Mm -hmm. 
and like i'm just like yeah i prefer i prefer hearing the joy i prefer like hearing sounds as opposed to seeing things so like i wouldn't be able to like listen to one piece like i mm. don't want to watch it because yeah. of subtitles i don't understand Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> so so hopefully in my last two months i see what the one piece is and and, and see luffy mm. become the pirate king <laughs> i see what would you do um I would say sex with the woman I love. Oh yeah, that's decent. one of the things. Decent, uh, <laughs> decent, decent. One of the things, and also, well, of course, experience another hidden paradise. Hundred mm. percent, one of the things. Plug. Um, <laughs> Not part that part of, of the show yet. The broskies. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my broskies are like I love to see them. So yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. Um, but you're blind, so like you can't see them afterwards. So. Before, I mean, I'd see them before mm. and make a banger, bro. Just make one last banger. Because I won't be able to see. Mm. Um, no, you can. Stevie wanted it. Great <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, choice. It's going to be I mean, is travel an option? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Then, yeah, I definitely, I mm. definitely. And you, Jean Pierre. I think one of the things I would like to do is snorkeling again. Um, just immerse myself in the Ooh. in fishes, and it's it's. A great experience. Um, <laughs> I recently became a father, so I'd like to see my wife and my son for that last two months. Yeah, or at least the, the perception of that I have of him now will mm. change completely. Obviously, when he's older, um, and I, I think for last time, I would just like want to have a solid date with my wife, like just one-on-one time, to make sure that we complete. I have a I have a thing I want to say because obviously we're gonna get to the end. We're gonna wrap up. Is that like we do we have more than one like blind people reading mechanism besides Braille? Like, or is it just Braille? Do we have anything else that like? Because I know in the movie, uh, sorry, in the series C with um, Jason Momoa, they use like these knots in like a rope and it mm. tells a story and stuff like that. That's what? crazy. That's but so look, crazy. Well, uh, just before we we wrap up there do you want to just um tell people where they can find you and uh, if you had an opportunity um a message to your younger self yeah i think yeah for, for the first one you can find me on instagram under it's gonna sound weird saying underscore uh <laughs> sky underscore lounge mm-hmm. <laughs> jp likes uh, that underscore don't worry <laughs> Um, TikTok to Sky underscore Lounge two. There's two Sky Lounge accounts. It's the second one. Um, if you're older, you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, if you see my name on a lineup, hopefully I see you out. Mm. And a message to my younger self. Mm-mm. Your attention is everything. I think time is valuable, but where you place your attention is a lot more valuable than that. And look at where that goes, not just where your time goes. And even when you have carved out time to do something, make sure that your attention is fully present on that thing. That's amazing. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I think from our side, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and inviting us into your space. Um, and I, I think this was a great opportunity for us also to learn. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you liked this content, please do like share subscribe and please rate us on the podcast Honest. platforms and we are out peace